Ready? Yes. I like it when I hear the seagulls in I know, the background. I was just going to say, the minute the I pressed record, we got a load of seagulls. It was great. No, it's nice. Yeah. Okay, so um, you are Meg John Barker. Oh, you are Justin Hancock. <laughs> and together we are... The Meg John. And Justin. Podcast. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, dear listener. Um, and any gentle ear pals. <laughs> gentle, soft and smooth ear pals. Welcome to you all. Uh, today we're going to talk about journaling. Yeah, uh, we, we had got a question. A lovely email uh, from someone who gave us two things that they'd like us to talk about, and they were very, very good ideas. And also, uh, they told us uh, how much they love listening to our podcast. So, oh, thank you. Uh, you know, we're it was great. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we're going to do we're, these topics. Yeah, we're itching to talk about, so it's great. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, uh, you're, if you're listening now on the free uh, feed, the, our SoundCloud feed, um, thank you for listening to us. We love our gentle, dear, free uh, uh, feed listeners. Um, uh, if you want to hear all of our episodes, you need to head to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Meg, John and Justin. Um, that's where you can get our second feed and then you can have a podcast from us every single week. Yeah, we are knocking them out of the park at the moment, I think. Absolutely. Every other, every, uh, absolutely. Every other week there'll be one on either feed and you subscribe to our Patreon from just a dollar a, a dollar a month, uh, depending on how much cash you have. And um, you can get all of our fabulous content and also support our work and help us turn this into a job, which would be nice, wouldn't it, NJ? Oh, it would be really nice, yes. <laughs> Because yes. <laughs> sex education and uh, writing do not pay particularly they well, and that's what we both do. <laughs> pay precariously. Even at the times yeah. when I'm paid relatively well, it's only ever for a very short space of time, yes. and you never know when you're not going yeah, to pay. Yeah, so Patreon's awesome because it gives you a little bit of regular, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, shall so, we talk about journaling? Yeah, journaling is something we kind of chat about as a, a thing that we can do in our uh, when we talk about podcasts. But um, mm. our dear gentle listener and dear pal was asking, was noticing that we talked about journaling, but was talking about um, you know how to get into it. How do you actually do that, it? I mean, yeah, and we yeah. just throw, we just throw it around like, oh, you my journal, but like we haven't yeah. really got into. And there are like loads of different ways of doing it as well. So yeah, it's sort of again, it's one of those things. I'm always like. Um, want to emphasize different things work for different people mm-hmm. so for a start you know journaling just may not be your thing if you're mm-hmm. not a kind of writing things down person mm-hmm. but but it may be your thing and you may not have just realized there's actually loads of different ways of doing it so we're going to yeah. try and cover that diversity and give mm-hmm. you some kind of suggestions but I think mm-hmm. it's really important yeah like it's like mindfulness meditation or any of these kind of self-care things that is so easy to go away with the feeling like oh you're you're a bad person if you don't do like meditation mm-hmm. or if you don't do yoga or if you don't do journaling and like none of us could possibly do all of these things no. it's much more about finding like what's a good fit for you in terms mm-hmm. it's good for everyone to have a bit of a you know daily weekly monthly self-care kind mm-hmm. of strategy but you know it's going to be different things for different people mm-hmm. and it's not about doing all of them so this podcast is about journaling and how it might work for you but yeah don't feel don't go away with another stick to beat yourself with that you're not doing journaling if no, it's exactly. not for you yeah um and that might be something to journal about um <laughs> so let's start with the why though aren't you? i mean yeah. it's something that we've talked about on um on different episodes um but let's 
talk through some of the reasons why we might find journaling um, useful. I mean, yeah, it's some of the most early like psychological research that I ever got into oh. actually was about this. I just literally mm. remembered that when we were talking um, because this guy Penna Baker who is a mm -hmm. psychologist, did extensive research about people writing about their feelings. Mm. And what he found was people just generally did better at pretty much everything yeah. if they did that, if they made some time for it. I think he got like people into, you know, like a research group and a control group and like did that kind of quantitative study where mm. he got one group to like write about their feelings for about six months or so. And the, yeah. other, the other group just wrote, you know, random shit um, instead. And yeah. yeah, he found that the group that wrote about their feelings in some way or the stuff that was happening to them, just, you know, like healthier, happier, more yeah. likely to get a job, you know, just on every level, it seemed to be really quite profound um, how good that was for people. Yeah. Yeah, I read that somewhere before as well. In the, there's a book that I think um, Richard Wiseman wrote. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Po popular psychologist Richard Wiseman. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the 59 Seconds book yeah um, unless it's my girlfriend and she's not giving it back to me <laughs> I need to make a note of that in my journal yeah. Um, yeah. but yet yeah, that um, that journaling is um, is really quite surprisingly uh, effective yeah. um, as a kind of a therapeutic tool um, and again that's not to say it's the only one and no. I probably for people who really weren't into writing it wouldn't be good you know to do that it would be better to find something else it's a bit like mindfulness again the, you know the evidence is pretty useful for people but I think only really if it's if it's for you rather than mm. if you're just trying to force it but yeah, yeah certainly certainly there's good evidence that you know writing about your life and your feelings is going to be helpful mm -hmm. If, yeah. if it is your thing. And there's, um, so just generally kind of writing about what's going on in your life can be like a, a useful strategy. But again, there might be times when, so we'll come on to exactly how I journal in a bit, mm. but I generally speaking journal when there are things that I'm trying to work through, yeah. uh, something that I'm finding difficult and I, I, I write it down in order to do that. So I guess for some people, um, some people might need that kind of the the push of uh, rather than the pull or the, probably are, is a better analogy but you know I, I need yeah uh, that kind of thing oh something's edging a little bit so I'm gonna sit at my desk and get my pencils out that's right and it might go up and down like certainly mm. like when I used to be a therapist I actually just had a once a week journal practice and it was like an hour before I saw clients so that I would put my stuff down but mm. also that was a kind of I'm checking in with myself once a week um, uh, people who read my personal blog will know I've had quite the year <laughs> so I have yeah. filled god I have filled like 10 journals in the last six months I think so yeah, yeah. it's like different at different times right um, yeah. and, and sometimes for some people as well it might be journaling feels like the right thing at a certain point mm. in life and then another point in life something else feels like you know just more the thing that's calling you and again yeah. it's about like trusting yourself that you know yeah, this time actually I need something more bodily that's, mm -hmm. you know, for self-care practice or whatever. But yeah, yeah I agree. Um, it's, yeah, it might more be that you use journaling when you're going through something particularly tough rather than it being an all-the-time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking that I used to keep a journal when I was working in a in a young person's clinic and that those I kept onto some of those journals where I was, like, writing diaries about some of the stuff that we are talking about and... Uh, and actually, it was it was really it was very very helpful for me to help with my practice because mm. I, I so it was almost like 
and it's kind of making me think about the, the self-love um, episodes that we did where actually the that you it's possible for you to inhabit a different side of yourself or to take up a space a different kind of space in yourself that can almost look at a different side of you so it's that mm. it, it i think it encourages us to think of ourselves ourselves as plural in that way of that it, it um enables one side of us to take care of another or to uh, to notice what's going on for another part of us or to big up something mm. that someone else is doing or to encourage what someone else is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's and it, another way that, that it can be used, I think. I guess in the writing can sometimes, yeah, encourage a slightly bit of distance from what's going on. Mm. Like quite often I would do it in the two halves of a kind of like journal, like really just everything that's going on and how I'm feeling in a kind of mm-hmm. splurge with like zero editor, you know, just like let it all out. And then it would shift into a much more reflective, like, now let's think about this, you know, let's be mm. a bit more empathic maybe for the other people involved, let's kind of think about what we're going to do about it. So you yeah. could, you know, that might be a nice way to, to think about it as certainly, I think this is where journaling differs from diary. Like, I mm. remember it shifted for me when I went from like, oh, I need to keep a diary and I have to write every day and I should be yeah. like writing down all the stuff that happens to me. And it was kind of, that really was a thing I was forcing when I tried to do it to mm. like that when I stopped buying a diary with like dates in it yeah. and started instead buying a blank journal, which I would just write in when I felt moved to. And also yeah. when I moved from feeling like I had to record every single thing that was happening in my life more to a kind of, I'm going to write when it's live and when I feel like I, it would be yeah. useful to write, whether that's about celebratory stuff or struggling kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, that, that was a good shift because I think people can really feel that, again, that pressure just to document everything, which mm. isn't necessarily that helpful. So before we get too much into mm. the different approaches that you and I take, um, but that's that's like a, an interesting point just to flag up in terms of the um, the why and how people might get into journaling is that we it's not a thing to force ourselves into doing, but it's like a, a practice that we can make available to us in the same yeah. way that we think about in the same way we think about what you know what our needs are and what it is that our body and mind are the same thing but what it is that yeah. we might um need the thinking <clears throat> thinking of journaling as a thing that we might need and might go to rather than a thing that we should do exactly um, i think my ideal world and i wouldn't say i've got here yet would be like oh first of all i've noticed there's something you know mm. there's some feeling there's something then i tune into like oh what is this thing and what does it need and then it'd be like, okay, that needs me to have a dance or that needs me to do some yoga or yeah. that needs me to have a sit and just be with my feelings or that needs yeah. some journaling or, yeah. you know, that needs a conversation with my mate. Actually, that's not something that's for me or that I'll keep this for my therapy session. You know, it's, it's yeah. sort of like you tune into what the thing is and also what it feels like it needs. Um, yeah. yeah. And journaling could be a way of doing that tuning in as well, right? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should flag up here that um, it's, it can be difficult to find the time to do it. A yeah. lot of us are very, I mean, we're not so time poor because we're both freelance writers. Um, I, well, kind of. Yeah, mm. you're definitely a freelance writer. I'm a freelance writer amongst other things. Yeah. Um, it's easier for us to find the time to notice when we do it. And it's also kind of like an essential part of our practice yeah. because we don't have managers. <laughs> no. And we only have ourselves um, and each other. Um, we do. But uh, yeah, and it's, uh, but a lot of people have um, very demanding work lives, very yeah. demanding home lives, not very much time where they can do uh, self care uh, or any kind of self as well. So I guess we'll talk about different ways that people might be able to kind of do that in their, 
day-to-day lives as well, I think. But it's, it, mm. I was just kind of flagging up our privileges there in terms of being able to that, slow yeah. down and tune into what we can do, whereas for a lot of people won't be able to do that. No, you don't have that liberty. I mean, I think when I was super busy in more conventional employment, the, when I was going through a really difficult time, the way I would do this was I'd just get to work like half like to where I near where I worked half an hour early and it would be mm. half an hour in a cafe with my journal and as I yeah. said then then later on when I wasn't going through something so hard it was more like okay I'm gonna make an hour a week you know mm. like before I see clients effectively so yeah. that's the kind of thing you might think of and again it's so important not to get into a kind of like oh well you know yeah MJ said they do it like in the morning so I ought to be mm. getting up earlier and doing no if you're not a morning person no. please don't do that to yourself you know it may be a lasting night thing for you or it may be yeah once a week you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever whatever works definitely yeah um so um but I guess uh sorry before we move on to talking about this <laughs> but whatever it is that we whatever it is that we do whether yeah. we're journaling or just taking a moment to have a think about what we need or doing self-care it's vitally important that we do that we said in one of our, mm. in our, one of our previous episodes we have a responsibility to do this for ourselves yeah. uh, in order to make it easier for others and as we were talking about in our self-love episode we need to find ways of nourishing ourselves and actually everyone is relying on us to be able to do that oh absolutely i think which is, is a way it, into doing it, it is a responsibility and it might mm. be yeah it's more about tuning in you know like oh something's live i've gone to the the loo at work just to kind of like do three breaths and think what's going yeah. on and i can't do anything right now but i'm i've noticed it and i'm gonna like put some time in my in my calendar to have yeah. a check-in with myself a, a more full check-in you know, yeah. or just to notice something really hard happened and I'm going to make sure I make time to journal about that, even though I can't do it right on the spot. You know, that's fine. Yeah, or just write fuck capitalism on the back of the toilet door. Well, you could um, do that, yeah. Yeah, that would that always well. be helpful for everybody you could do else that. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, MJ, yes. um, uh, tell us about your a bit more about your uh, journaling approach. Oh, uh, my God, I mean, yes. You, I've... I've been to your flat i've seen how many journals you have i'm going to put um, a picture of them in the show notes so everyone can see yes (laughs) you're going to get to a point where you can build an entire new wall in your flat from journals at some it's a little bit of a concern at the moment because i'm like you know downsizing in order to just Mm. live in one room and yeah the journals may take over if i keep up at the same rate that i have been going lately i've got them going back to the 1990s um which is amazing and actually gives you another option of journaling as time travel so something yeah. i sometimes do is like look back on this day you know a bit like facebook gives you the whole like you know on this day two yeah. years ago like i can actually do that like for the last sometimes look back 10 years ago five years ago and one year ago just to be a bit like checking and what you can do with that is a bit like sending back some self-love to the older versions of you yeah. going through this stuff or sometimes be surprised by like how wise they were and think oh oh wow you know you did know yeah. some stuff back then that you didn't realize you know definitely so that's a, a thing you can do with journals so you have a lot of them yeah and and so you um so you're like you're saying you don't kind of write like a diary or not like uh mm. you know every morning or every evening this, these are all the things that happen today no. and these yeah. are the tv shows i watched and you know, this is the guy I fancy at school and this is the, you know, it's not the, you it know. Definitely it definitely used to be like that when I was a yeah. kid. But yeah, it really, <laughs> two, two main points in which my journaling practice shifted, I think was, yeah, definitely when it shifted from that to, you know, uh, just writing when it felt life. Um, mm. And then recently the shift has been, so for a long period, what I was then writing was exactly like I said, you know, this kind of like, 
let's write everything out exactly what's mm-hmm. going on and how I'm feeling when there was some mm-hmm. whatever's whatever's on my mind you know and in, in maybe in that hour before seeing clients it's almost like putting everything down mm-hmm. um so that I could then be present with the clients um and that that's that shift at some point in the writing of the journal from the kind of getting it all down to mm. a kind of hey and, and now let's reflect on it so yeah. the getting it particularly that's where the empathy would shift it's like when you're getting it all down you get to you know you get to swear you get to say this person's a nightmare you get to mm-hmm. just like it's exactly you know because no one's ever going to see it this is just for you and then the, the, the second part maybe where you bring in oh maybe what might be the reasons why that person's being such an asshole or you know yeah um or like what you know what would be a compassionate way of dealing with the situation or yeah so so i think that was the kind of journaling i was doing for a long time was kind of taking mm. that the, the, that mode um, mm-hmm. And then it shifted with the plural self stuff that I've talked about in the podcast mm-hmm. a bit. And if anyone's unfamiliar with that, they can see the plural self scene on my website, rewriting mm-hmm. the rules. Um, so as I got more in touch with different sides of me um, and read about plural selves, particularly these books by Helen Sidra Stone, who write about it, they have this technique called voice dialogue where you actually talk between the different selves. So I started like, oh, what would it be like if I if I wrote it as a dialogue? Mm. Like if I if I you know, got the vulnerable side of me that's struggling and brought in a compassionate voice to speak back. Mm. And it just worked so well that now I do all my journaling as conversation between different mm-hmm. sides of me. Um, and quite often that's about checking in like, okay, who is struggling and mm. who has some support to offer to the person or the part that's struggling. Um, and that's a lovely way to do it because yeah. that becomes a dialogue. And again, the, the struggling part then gets to vent and the supportive part starts by listening and then moves into maybe a bit more of a, a mentoring or supportive, like, what might we do about it, I guess. Um, and then sometimes it's more of a team check-in of, like, how's everybody doing, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's absolute joy to write that. And, um, yeah, like, just feels quite playful um, mm-hmm. and quite and quite fun to write. It, so it's, it also makes it more like I want to do it because it's, yeah, it is kind of a bit silly and playful as well as being quite serious and and supportive so what yeah so do you have a sense of your feelings shifting before and after you journal like do you approach your journal with some feelings and then do they shift quite often and a bit like how it might happen you know for some people in a meditation or some people in a therapy session that Mm. can often be that sense of like going in there with quite a tight or tricky feeling Mm. and and sort of noticing that shift at some point mm. um, and really feeling quite different at the end sometimes. So quite often a bit of a like a pow moment where you're like, oh, God, yes, now I, I get this or something. But, you know, again, it's not it's important not to chase that as a kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm hoping for that wow moment because sometimes it's not there. Sometimes it's just about getting it out. But yeah. yeah, quite often it will have that sort of little bit. And sometimes I mix it up with other things as well, like focusing, which um, I've written about in the staying with feeling scene that's on my website. Like you mm-hmm. can you can kind of focus in and try and feel the feelings and then maybe write a little bit in a journal about them and then mm. go back into kind of just sitting with the feelings and then go back to the journal. So you can mix it up with other mm-hmm. with other kinds of practices as well. It doesn't have to just be like writing, writing, writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also just the uh, this is a really banal question but literally what tools do you use like do you have like a favorite pen or a favorite I was gonna say that's exactly where I was going because I think I have a a problem with a stationary fetish obviously Mm. um and yeah what's really nice is to be able to like 
you know really go and choose it's one of the few things I really will spend money on is like going and choosing a really nice journal um and I have my favorite kind of like line widths and you know I, yeah. Yeah, I have my favorite kind of pen and it is a really nice thing to treat yourself with as part of that whole self-care but again if it is if there's not much money like I guess paper and pens are things that you do get given away quite often at events and things so yeah. I've got quite a lot of crappy free journals that I've picked up here and there mm-hmm. um so you know where you can just nab some paper at work if you're if you work somewhere which has yeah. printers and things and just like staple it together and create a journal so it is fairly low cost you know but you can just have a relationship to the materials you use can't you yeah. There's, there is like a kind of um uh, i certainly uh, have that for myself and noticed how that's kind of changed over the time i've written things down Mm, do you want to um, talk a bit about how you do it? Because I think you do it quite different to me. Yeah, I do it differently. So uh, I guess I kind of journal when I feel like there's um, there's something I need to work on. Um, mm. So uh, like lately, I've been having uh, very vivid dreams, for example. So I might write some of those things, some of those down, mm. uh, and to help make sense of them. Or if there's a particular uh, thought pattern that I'm struggling with, or if I'm if there's a uh, a relationship. Uh, that is uh, that I think kind of needs me to have a bit more self-reflection time on. Mm. Um, also, if I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed with stuff, yeah, uh, with thoughts and feelings, then I will kind of do a bit of a splurge and write a lot of those down. Mm. I think the way I write is also to kind of I I don't I don't generally though write everything down. What I do is I the the process of writing is quite. Um, meditative and thoughtful so I kind of before I write I think is this worth writing about and if I started writing about a thing I then tune in it that helps me to tune into actually is this the thing yeah Um, and sometimes I kind of stop myself mid-paragraph and go well actually no that's not the thing maybe it's this thing and then I'll start a new paragraph of like yeah this is the thing actually Uh, Mm. so actually it's a way of me slowing down and noticing so mm. before i'd start journaling i'll have this kind of like fuzzy kind of feeling in my head of having to having to do something to help clarify something or to, to to start noticing something but the act of writing i find is very very beneficial i rarely go back and read what i've written mm. um, i was going to ask about that yeah because mm. i suppose that that goes to also how people might do it like if you're never going to read it again, if it's just the act of writing, you could do it so squiffily with loads of shorthand in there because actually it doesn't matter. Whereas if you're doing it, you know, that you might want to read again, or even if you're doing it that you actually might want someone else to read it at some point, that would probably mm-hmm. have a bit of a different feel or a different, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of depends what I'm doing as well. So sometimes I might write a letter to someone that I'm not going to send. Nice. Uh, but just oh, to kind of clarify example. my thoughts yeah. about something. And it's just... Um, and it is a thing for me, um, and that's, um, and it is something that I never want other people to to read. But it is something that kind of, it also helps me as like a first draft of something in order to help me to communicate something to someone else. So um, mm. once I've clarified my thoughts in my notebook, then it's easier for me to send someone a text or to. That's to talk lovely. about what it is that yeah. I need from something. So the, le- the letter that you don't send, I think, is something that's mm. often recommended, isn't it? Like, again, it's sort of this really teasing apart the writing from the editing, mm. you know, so that you let yourself write first before before you think about like how how would this be received. You you have that sort of free form bit, 
which people maybe don't allow themselves and that's often why people send emails and letters that are really painful to receive because yes. they haven't done the version for, for themselves well, yeah that's the there's the some the advice there is always to save to drafts isn't it and mm. then and then and see if you want to send it, sit it, on it for time. Yeah. you don't need to put things out there you know same with blog posts you don't need to put things out no. there immediately you can write something and then sit on it and then think about whether you want it out there and then always edit it and yeah well, that's why certain forms of communication are better for certain forms of conversations, which we'll yeah. talk about or have talked about in another episode. But, um, mm. but I like but what you're so, saying about how it slows mm. you down and allows you to tune into yourself. Yeah, I rarely. I, so my notebook is A5. Mm -hmm. uh, I still don't have the right paper for it. I need to get thicker or just blank paper, like lines. Uh, my lines are too narrow. Oh, well, I like um, a narrow line. Yeah, I've got quite effusive handwriting. Yeah. Uh, I was taught by nuns uh, to handwrite uh, mm. at primary school. I didn't go to a nun's calligraphy class at <laughs> the age of 25, although that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, but um, they, uh, so I've got this kind of, uh, you know, joined up handwriting, which is quite messy, but also uh, uh, mellifluous. And um, so I need bigger, uh, bigger lines. But I rarely write more than two pages of A5. Mm. Um, and so by the time I've done that, I've pretty much got to the, the place that I needed to get me to. Mm. Sometimes it might involve little doodles as well. Um, mm. Sometimes you can see where I've been doing some thinking time because I've been coloring in squares or doing doodles while I'm thinking about the issue or writing my name or something or... Um, writing the, another person's name, the person I'm thinking about, thinking about their name and drawing symbols and things. Mm. And so sometimes it can slowly lead into something a little bit more creative. And then sometimes I have been able to do, I like making, um, like, uh, I like making art. I often make like, instead of people's, for birthdays, like, people don't get birthday cards from me, they get birthday art. Yeah, we and love so it, that's it's like, so uh, cool. Thank you, uh, you make amazing art for me for my birthday as well, it's really hey. great. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll kind of do prototypes of things that are just mm. for me and then they'll turn into something for other people. So um, I made you, that open and closed sign I made for oh, you. Oh, I love that. Um, I did a version of that for myself first, yeah. actually. I don't think I told you that. And then, um, I still got that, but I just kind of keep it, uh, you know, I kind of keep it uh, in a drawer somewhere. But um, so there is a kind of like, a, sometimes it leads to a slightly more kind of creative, well, sort yeah. of different kind of creative. It's writing is creative, but you know, we, there can be a different kind of approach, I think. You and I sometimes in. talk about like things as manure a bit, don't we? Like the tough oh, stuff yeah. of life. But again, <laughs> you could see sort of journal pages a bit like manure for, for later creativity. So yes, yeah. quite often a blog post of mine will have started in some meanderings yeah. on blog. and in fact one one actually just literally became that recently it you know i'd written about it and it came out in such a way in my journal that i was just like i'm writing this up and turning it into a blog post yeah so and um, you know like creative writers you know there are some really nice books about journaling and how you might do it from creative writers like mm -hmm. julia cameron is a famous one who writes about morning pages and she's mm -hmm. saying you know get down your three pages again on what's going on in your life so mm. that you can kind of put that down and get on with your other writing so yeah. uh, but that's quite useful you know the stuff that she writes or natalie goldberg or anne lamott are all people mm. who write about how you might do journaling 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, a bit more in the aim of creative writing, but actually it didn't, doesn't need to be. They just give lots of really interesting prompts and, you know, things mm. about the kind of thing you might write about. So if you're if you're stuck, you know, if you're like, well, actually, it doesn't work for me. So you just think what's live and write about it. Those mm. kinds of books can give you prompts of like things that might be useful or interesting to, to, yeah. do, to journal, like little prompts of things you might want to journal about. There's that Brian Eno thing, isn't there, that he created called Oblique Strategies. That's for it's for creatives. It's like a, a pack of cards asking you a series of different kinds of questions to help you mm. uh, that kind of to help you with your with problem solving and to in in the creative process and to, to yeah as, to act as a kind of a prompt, which I think is quite yeah, useful. Yeah, I think yeah, if you feel like that's the sticking point for you, there are definitely quite a few of these things where you might like go to another thing to do is block you know, do particular memories. You know, you could mm-hmm. keep a list on your phone of memories that you'd quite like to journal about, you know, that sort yeah. of things that keep coming up in your mind and then that could be a really helpful thing to just get them down on paper mm-hmm. um, or emotions after a breakup I often write um, like a, a page or two of all like usually bullet points a page or two mm-hmm. about loss sadness a page yeah a page or two about sadness and grief a page or two about anger a page or two about relief and a page or two about guilt like mm-hmm. those those being for emotions that you often feel following a breakup and I find yeah. that really helpful and you know bullet points again that you don't have to do it all you no. know, longhand, you know, like all in detail, you can just, you know, do bullet point lists or, you know, like you say, mind maps or, or doodles or whatever comes out. Yeah, mm. um, definitely. And also that's the, that might help you save time as well. If you don't have very much time, yeah. uh, then you could just write down some bullet points. Yeah, or um, just a bunch of a word cloud, you know, yeah. anything. Yeah. And then just see that where, and that's something that you can, you, I think the useful thing about journaling is that you can do it um, pretty much whenever so you can just kind of make a couple of notes in a in a book or on a piece of paper or on literally sometimes even in felt tip pen on the on on my uh, on my hand yeah uh, just to remind me to do something yeah, and then exactly. it can just take you I th- so it's not so much the finding so what we're saying so far is look there are lots of different ways to to get there and there are w- lots of different ways in yeah. but I guess the the thing to do is to find your way in and find your way to a place where it starts to feel like it might be useful and that that it might want to keep you there for long enough for it to be useful and you might want to think you know what's more familiar to me i mean i think you know you and i Mm. grew up because we're ancient we grew up in a time where writing longhand was a thing but you know for for younger folks you know that just might be really quite alien um Mm -hmm. and it might be much more you know to write online and that could be in a in a word document but you know, mm-hmm. also like you can have messenger messenger exchanges with yourself. Again, you could do yeah. that with other parts of yourself or just with yourself. Um, yep. You know, if, if messaging is a much more familiar format, and there are like obviously you know blog platforms and things like back in the day, I used to do it all on Live Journal. I was just being reminded the other right. day when I met up with a, a person from back then. Like you know, we we used to have this journaling site where we put all this stuff out. And again, like I think if it's got an audience you are going to do it differently the point generally yeah. is not to be writing to an audience because you yeah. don't want to be self-monitoring um yeah. but you can have a private you know blog or yeah. journaling site you know that's that's possible um so yeah it's really finding what feels familiar and mm-hmm. yeah like doing it onto your phone or doing it onto the computer feels better than doing it with a pen 
know, yeah. by, by all means, do that. Yeah, an audio yeah. diary might also work Oh, yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, if you're better, journal. like, speaking yeah. out, yeah, and again, or you know. Or a video. I mean, it, and it relates to disabilities as well, because, like, some, some disabilities means it's really hard to write onto a computer or with with um, with your hands. So, you yeah. know, again, audio is a good alternative to think about, or, mm-hmm. you know, like more, like you say, more artistic ways of, you know, sort of, or more, not, not, not like more artistic, but, like, using more visual rather than, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, is that it? Have we? Have we got any? Well, I mean, it can lead to no. That's it, isn't it? I mean, it can bring. I suppose it's like it may bring stuff up that then you want to take elsewhere, or yeah. you like I said, I suppose that there's a nice thing about maybe mixing it up with other forms of self care or other practices. So again, recently I've got into a bit more like ritual practices of doing something mm-hmm. fairly regular. I'm doing it on the full moon and the new moon, so I'm sort of okay. uh, moving in a nicely hippie direction with this. Um, and yeah, like you might again use journaling alongside. And um, um, so the one I'm doing is called regret rituals, uh, which I've written about on my blog as well, where you focus on regret, but you could focus on gratitude, or you could focus mm-hmm. on you know things you feel pissed off about, or anything really, and like do a bit more of a ritual around it. You know, and again using any sort of spiritual stuff that you're into or scientific stuff that you're into um yeah. and then yeah use the journal just to document that ritual or to to, to plan it beforehand or to mm. debrief on it afterwards so you can definitely mix it up with other things or, or do it with other people you could have a journaling buddy that you meet up with and you both journal you know again not necessarily to share it or you could you bring in mm-hmm. a sharing after you've done it yeah. all of all of this is possible so yeah i think thinking about other ways you know to mix it up with other forms of self-care can be kind of mm-hmm. interesting I think it can help as a reminder to do self-care as well, can't it? That mm. it, that some if you can make it to your place where you do journaling, mm. um, then that can help you to figure out. Okay, if you are feeling quite overwhelmed and like there's a lot going on, even that that process might be a useful way for you to work out. Okay, this is actually the thing that I need right now. Exactly, and if you do figure out a thing as well, you can almost like use it as an ongoing. You know, so it may not be just like a one, you know, oh, this issue's come up, I've journaled about it, you know, maybe I've written a letter that I'm not going to send, but now I'm going to contact this person and then that thing's over. It might yeah. be a bigger thing. It might be like, oh, there's this massive set of decisions. This happened to me a few years ago, like where's mm. a lot of big decisions I wanted to make about my work and my life. And so journaling's just a starting point. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to journal, you know, every other week about this subject to keep checking in where I'm at mm. and I ended up writing using like spreadsheets and stuff to keep all my options on and mm. like I kept color coding them by the ones that I was more in, into <laughs> you know so it became a much more ongoing and th- that gratitude list idea that some people talk about is one like that you could think okay I'm going to journal all the things I'm grateful for every day for a month you know yeah. or once a week for a year or something so you can use it in a much more ongoing way for a particular issue you know or you've just yeah you've just been through a bereavement or a breakup or something mm-hmm. and it's like you you know you make a specific journaling practice about that thing mm-hmm. rather, you know for that period of time something i've actually started doing when i've been uh, journaling because my history of journaling is that i'll write when uh, something's uh, troubling me or i'm finding something difficult but um, i use it as an opportunity to also start to write about joy as well ah, so i kind of linked to joy yeah, yeah yeah so i do kind of bring that in i kind of it, it's almost I mean, we talked about this on our joy episode, but it's almost as if, in order to give myself permission to talk about joy, I have to talk about sadness first, or yeah. other other feelings. But you know, all feelings are welcome here, and that's the thing is that I'm also in that moment welcoming 
some of the really joyful things that have happened lately uh, yeah. and just writing some of those things down and and re and remembering and writing down my feelings of joy and my memories of joy um, can be joyful and it's like super self-romantic I think as well. Well that's what um, I've got to too is like mostly I want to do this sort of team check-in sense of dialogue either I've had a really good day or I've had a tough day and that's the impetus is like we want to celebrate together or we want to like you know commiserate together or like help each other figure out yeah, yeah. how to deal with this particular thing um, but it's really nice to make sure that that sense of joy is also something you know, to, that we that we want to put down on paper that yeah. isn't isn't just about the the hard stuff. Yeah. I think also the uh, uh, I, I keep saying I think also we should have ended, but this goes back to the thing you were talking about with prompts, which mm. is uh, where I realised that I forgot to say the following, which is that sometimes we can use journaling quite specifically as well, can't we? Where it's mm. um, sometimes it's about a decision that we need to make about something. So often. There might be life, <clears throat> life choices, life decisions that we're finding quite difficult to make, and so writing those things down can be really um, can be really useful. I've certainly done pros and cons lists yeah. of things, and um, what would it open talks, up? What would it close down? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or done like a worst or different ways of um, uh, that you might do something, or, or mapping some of the kind of decisions we might do. I think you were mentioning like a decision. Yeah. Was the yeah, that's the sort of the spreadsheet that I did. Yeah. Of yeah. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. a decision's coming up. Let's keep let's keep tabs on the possibilities. Let's write all the possible mm. ways, you know, all the possible options here, even the crazy ones, you know, to make sure we've thought of everything. And then yeah, yeah let's like maybe colour code them or keep revisiting them and numbering them one to ten or you know, mm -hmm. so because it's not like the kind of thing you just want to make the decision immediately. It's no. like let's give it some time and keep feeling into it and mm -hmm. how does it feel over the weeks. Um, yeah. Another one I thought of, you know, as we were talking in terms of prompts, is like, yeah, if not much is life for you at the moment, or even if it is, another thing to do is to use journaling around the stuff you're taking in. So books you're mm. reading or podcasts you're listening, you know, somebody might want to listen to a podcast and yeah. then use journaling to have a bit of a discussion with themselves about what they think about it and how it applies to their life. So I often <clears> do that with like teachings I'm listening to or, yeah. you know, I really like like reading a kind of quite a philosophical book and then having a bit of a dialogue between a couple of sides of me where they can just get really into it, like almost like having a, like you might have a discussion with a friend. One um, of the reasons that I prefer to, where possible, to own um, a copy of a book is so that I can write in it. Um, I find it really useful mm, to read with a which pencil. Which is a point of kind of journaling, I suppose. Mm, it's like journaling so. your responses to the to the book, yeah. Yeah, and it's like remind. It just helps me to take it in. So I think that that's something that you know I wish that I did with more podcasts that I listen to because mm. often they they can just kind of drift in and out of your head, and you can be doing something else. I guess we're talking about something else here. Like this is like. Um, journaling as a way of helping you concentrate but it's another yeah it's, and helps it, you remember it, it like and actually yeah. I would say like writing yeah what what popped out for you that you don't want to lose track of and mm. then how might you apply it to your life you know so you yeah. get that sense of and that's we know that better learning happens when people mm. apply these kind of ideas rather than just kind of listening to them or reading them um, yeah. so yeah it could be good for that stuff too um, and if you would like to do more of that, dear listener, uh, with regard to your sex lives or romantic 
or other relationship lives and also maybe even your erotic fantasies Aha. we've got some zines to help you with that don't we mj we do have some zines i think our zines really are like helps for people to pro provide prompts for people to journal about mm. particular things yeah um, because they're all about kind of asking you to do the work and uh or inviting you to do the work and so some of the questions and some of the techniques and some of the uh, activities we have in there uh, can be a useful starting point for people who aren't used to journaling and who aren't yeah. sure what to say. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, you could take a page, a, of, a page of those zines, you know, once a week mm. for, for a few weeks yeah. and just like, yeah, reflect on it and journal. So if the, for example, if the thing you're thinking about is uh, your um, your relationships or your romantic relationships, you could write down all the different reasons why people have romantic relationships and use that as a starting point to journal and then think about, mm -hmm. okay, which of these ones are happening for me? Am I putting too much emphasis on these? Or is this relationship under a lot of pressure because my skin do these? You know, that's like a, mm -hmm. you're all journaling there. Yeah. Uh, and so sometimes journaling with those kinds of prompts and that kind of structure might be quite helpful. Yeah, and, and they're all available at our website, aren't they? They certainly are. <laughs> and, and I think you can also find workbooks, you know, around other things that, you know, are more, much more of a fill-in kind of, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and but, our, but our workbooks, uh, but, uh, but yeah, Our zines are really great, yeah. <laughs> you want those. And they're only, they're £2.50 each and you can get them from megjohnandjustin.com forward slash, for slash publications. So, yeah, yeah. Cheap as, uh, cheaper than, cheaper than chips. Cheaper than chips. £2.50? Yeah, yeah. Could you get I chips mean, for £2.50? I mean, depends where you're getting your chips from. Yeah, well, um, we're going to be by the seaside tomorrow, so we can ascertain the price of chips quite happily. <laughs> yeah, but we have to be... I'm really scared of the seagulls, MJ, and oh, chips. I forgot, I forgot we had this conversation before. Okay, we're, so we're not going to have chips out in the open because I've, there is a seagull issue, issue as people will probably hear who listen to this podcast because there are so yeah. many seagulls in the background quite often. I'm scared of big birds. There's a heron that lives near where I do, and I saw oh, it the other day, and I'm like... so oh, beautiful. He's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, but very, very big, and yeah. um, I'm convinced that it, that uh, it's going to attack me. Oh. I don't. I don't think they're going to steal your chips, the heron. No. <laughs> <laughs> the seagulls might. I've had one sit on my head and pluck a scoop of ice cream from my ice cream. Oh that, Jesus! That happened to me. That's oh, not helped, I, has it? I've really not helped the situation that's not at helped. all. No. That's not helped. It made me laugh. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay to have different feelings. About it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It gave me joy, it would give you sorrow, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so I might see you tomorrow then. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. dear listener, that is the end of our podcast. Yeah, we, we hope that we've done journaling that useful. fully now, I think. But yeah, well, I mean, we could probably go if, on. If there's further issue, questions you have about journaling, I could talk about this till the cows come home, and then yeah. I could keep talking about it after the cows are all in bed and fast asleep because journaling is really cool. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and after the the cows of anyway, so, <laughs> so we're just gonna nice podcast length for Amy Force here. So um, if you would like to listen to all of our podcasts, then you need to get on our Patreon, dear listener, uh, from only a dollar a month. Uh, you can be getting uh, you can get a feed to get all of our extra podcasts that you can't hear on our free feed which you are listening to right now and our patreon is at patreon.com forward slash meg john justin you can get our uh, zines at meg john and justin.com that's right you can follow uh, us on social media um at meg john justin on twitter um, we also have an instagram which we don't use very much 
Meg Jock and Justin. Yeah, I yeah. kind of I human the, the Instagram. Yeah, like, you can hit us up on there. That'd be nice. Yeah, get more followers. But yeah, um, we tweet more than we Insta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on Facebook, but yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the thing that I most like the the communication I most value from our listeners is the emails, which you, mm. and you can email you can email us directly. Um, uh, but uh, if you email us via the website, that's easier because then yeah. it has our thing of how, what we how to email us. Also, if you have a question for a future episode, yeah. you can actually um, the email address is on our website, um, megjohnandjustin.com, and you can actually send us audio if you wanted to send us an audio, an audio question. Should be yeah. um, well, we've not us, had one of those. That would be great. But also, definitely let us know if you would want us to play that audio. If you'd rather we summarised it ourselves in terms of like confidentiality, yes. yeah, and yes. hashtag consent. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, and so I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So, Thank you. And uh, thanks again to the person who asked the question about journaling because this was absolute blast. We loved it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.